Welcome to the King's Healing Room Podcast, where we are a kingdom ministry with a global presence, where the executive pastor is Elder Yulon Jones, and the senior pastor is Bishop Brian K. Hill Sr. We are located at 722 West Manlia Street, East Syracuse, New York, at the Guest House. All are welcome. I'm so happy to see you all on today. My name is Carlene Lacey. Um, I bless everyone and their respective persons on today. We are going to skip past the appetizer. We're going to skip past the drinks. And we're going to go straight into the entree. Amen. Because sometimes people need to eat right away. (laughs) And then we come back to the other pieces. So if that's okay with you all on today, I know that the musicians and um, everyone has set the stage. And God is ready to speak at this moment. Glory to God. Glory to God. So there has been a lot that has happened since we fellowshiped last with each other. Um, People have had passing of loved ones. Uh, There's been a transition in the government. There's been wars in Afghanistan. And if anyone has turned on your television, uh, the people are suffering over there. And um, we would be inhumane not to take it to heart to say, Lord, bless them. Amen. Amen. Bless them in the way that you know how. Um, when When we're watching them, we're saying, but it could have been me. It could be my family. It could be those who I know who are in this service. Right. So when yes. I look at yes. those things that are happening on the screen, yes. I'm saying, Lord, it's overwhelming. Bless them and bless them indeed. We've had some continuous COVID challenges. I understand that there's a new variant and it is uh, more fierce than the others. And we talked about that. But there's some additional challenges happening with COVID, and they may be happening in your lives as well, with family or anything. We are all, we are all being hit with challenges um, that are, are seeming to be mountains in our world, challenges that are looking to block the view of our, our, our God. Amen. Um, However, through it all, I've learned that God continues He continues to show up and show out in my life. He continues to demonstrate new levels of grace, new levels of mercy, and new levels of love. He continues to show himself mighty, mighty on my behalf. Amen? Amen. Amen. I won't tell y'all, but I know that over these last several weeks and months, I've learned to love God in a more intimate way. In that way that Amen. only can be obtained through that personal relationship yes, with him. Yes. Amen. I've learned during Amen. this time frame to remain open and let God show up and do what he's going to do. He may do it differently from how he did it before, but he is. He has shown me that he is and that he is a rewarder of them who diligently seek him. Amen. And and when I think about that, he is a rewarder. That means that if I seek him, he's going to give me what I need in that moment. And the key is if I seek him and I had to be rebuked in my spirit. (laughs) Because he said, you have not sought me. You've been seeking things from me, but you have not sought me. And he likened it to a husbandry relationship. It is when there is a relationship, whether it be husbandry, whether it be with children, whether it be with your boss, there's always the, um, the me, mine, and my own syndrome. And with, with God, when we come to him, I, I'm going to be guilty. I am. I come to him for my children. I come to him for my husband. I come to him for my money. I come to him for all of my issues. <laughs> Amen. I do. Uh, I seek him regularly and say, Lord, I'm going to need your help. I'm going to need, I'm going to need, I'm going to need. I'm in need. 
And he shared with me, he tapped me again on my shoulder, and he said, but I'm in need too. I said, okay, all right. Um, so I learned that letting go and submitting to his perfect will is going to actually cost me something. And those lessons of having it cost me something are continual. So I invite you to reflect upon your lives and say, what am I willing to do to be in the presence of the Lord? What am I willing to give up to be in the presence of the Lord? Am I willing to humble myself and lay my needs aside and focus on his need? And his need, he is a jealous God and his need is for attention. So if we're not giving him the attention that he desires and he needs, then he's going to, just like a jealous um, person, he's going to have some issues with that. Yes. Um, and, and that's in the scripture. It says God is a jealous God. Yes. He said there shall be no other before me. Yes. So it's going to cost us something. But I can guarantee you that the cost is worth it. Oh, my God, yes, yes. Wonderful Jesus. Wonderful Jesus. God had me study a whole nother message, and he does this at times with, with ministers. He had me study a whole nother message. I have about three or four different messages that um, <laughs> that that he had me put together over this week. But then when I asked him this morning, what do you want to feed your people? He said, Peace, be still, the cure for motion sickness. So, Father God, in the name of Jesus, allow me the opportunity to decrease um, as you increase in my life to deliver this message in a fashion that you want for it to reach your people in-house and your people across the airways, that it may reach them clear and pure without any imperfections yes, of myself. Yes. I thank you for entrusting this maidservant, this vessel, to deliver your word. And I thank you for all of those in their prospective places on today. But most of all, God, I thank you for your strength, your wisdom, and I thank you for endowing me with your anointing that this word may prove to be effective. Glory yes. to God. Yes. So we're going to turn to a familiar passage on today, and that's in Mark chapter 4. And we're going to go through verse 35 and 40 to understand peace from the perspective of Jesus. Amen? Amen. Amen. Glory to God. And it reads, On the same day when evening had come, he said to them, Let us cross over to the other side. Now when they had left the multitude, they took him along in a boat as he was. And other boats were also with him. And a great windstorm arose, and waves beat on the boat. Yeah. And so it was already filling. <sighs> but he, Jesus, yeah. was in the stern of the boat, asleep on the pillow. And they awoke him, and they said, Teacher, Master, do you not care that we are perishing? Then he arose, rebuked the wind, and said unto the sea, Peace, be still. Oh my God. Yes. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. Glory to God. But he said to them, he said to his disciples, Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? Mm. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. So a little bit of background text here. In the preceding passages of that scripture, which I strongly encourage you to read, Jesus was ministering to crowds of people and he was describing in great detail what it meant to be a sower in the kingdom of God. He was subtly telling these people, um, giving nuggets of truth through parables. And he often talks to parables or through parables to people who uh, don't understand or don't know him in an intimate way. 
And so he was talking to them and giving them nuggets of truth about the world to come, the world yet to come. Yeah. Everybody wants to go to heaven, but nobody wants to take the trip. Amen. He was talking to them about the world to come. So he used the parables so the crowd would receive the message. Many of us speak to people and they have a hard time receiving the message. And so we have to look at cunning ways or creative ways to get that message across to a person in a way that they can receive it. I'm working on this each and every day, y'all. I'm working on making sure that effective communication is getting that message across to a person in a way that they will receive it. And that was a real light opener for me because I, I am a great communicator. So I thought, (laughs) but when I was researching and describing and he said using parables so that they can receive it. Then he shared with me, yes, you may be effective and understand and articulate the word well. However, are they receiving the word? I was like, okay, so that means you're going to have to shake some things up, describe it in a little bit of a different way, allow the Lord Mm -hmm. to lead so that his word can come across in a a way. So he was talking to the unchurched. At this moment, these crowds and crowds of people were getting his message and were receiving parables in a way. And it was simple as them being hungry and him providing vittles of food. Many of us know that if we are hungry, we get hangry because we don't we can't hear because we are so hungry. We are focused on our physical at that moment and we can't hear. So in this time frame, when Jesus was talking to the crowd, he was dealing with issues and telling them about what it will be like in the kingdom to come, dealing with their current issues right now at that moment. And so it was in a way where the person could understand. And so then it it goes on and it says that although the multitude received the information, Jesus gave, he pulled his disciples aside. And the scripture says he will tell the secret things to them who love him. So his disciples, he pulled them aside and he told them what the parables meant. His ministry, Jesus's ministry went on all day long to the break of dawn. All day long to the break of dawn. Amen. He taught and he taught with such descriptive detail so that even the least, the youngest, could understand. Uh, I work oftentimes 10, 12-hour days. And at the end of my work, I'm tired. I'm tired and, um, and I need to just either just stop and rest. Jesus, because he was all God and he was all man. So he felt um, tired at that point. Uh, or at least... Creative license tells me that he felt tired. And so he had the human experience of being tired. And after a certain hour, his disciples, <laughs> I thought about this and I thought about uh, in, in, in the Church of God in Christ or the Baptist when you have these armor bearers that go yes. along with the bishop or the priest and they, they start bulldozing, ushering them off, <laughs> off the stage. So I was just kind of thinking, using my mind to say, okay, they ushered him away from the crowd yes, yes. and they ushered him um, into a boat. And I was chuckling because I said, wait a minute. They ushered him into the other boat and he said, let us cross over to the other side. Now, I'm not going to go into that one because I did that. I have a whole nother message on let us cross over to the other side. So we'll do that a whole nother day. But there's a few points here that I want us to examine. First, his disciples took him into the boat. That's the first one. Although they took him into one boat, there were little boats all along the side. So there has to always be somebody that is in the peripheral view, watching your struggle. Woo! 
Amen. There's always going to be someone on the side watching your struggle so that they, with the sole purpose of being able to witness God's miracle when it happens. Amen. And so he placed those other boats around the boat in which Jesus was in. And those other boats were going over to the other side as well. He also described the fact that with those other boats, there's always somebody that's looking at your situation to grow in their situation. So, oh my God, yes. And then lastly, he said that there's going to be people that if you have the Jesus in you, I'm going to stick close to you because I know that if he shows up in you, then that's going to increase my faith. Yeah. So there was lots of little boats around the boat in which Jesus was in. And then there was a great storm, a humongous storm that was coming their way. Kind of like the threat that we have right now with Hurricane Henry. They're classifying it as a tropical storm. It could go into Hurricane 1, and I am on storm duty right now. I'm on storm duty alert with my organization. But I can imagine with a hurricane that the wind is going round and round and round, and it's going whoom. And then people's houses and everything could potentially be pulled up. We just witnessed this week that floods above, people couldn't even walk in their cars going through a flood. This thing is serious. And so there was a great storm will sneak up and engulf your circumstance just like it did them. Another question that came out, I said, well, Jesus. This is me talking to God. Mm-hmm. If they were fishermen, then why did they go out into the boat when they knew the storm was going to come? Because fishermen are trained. Mm-hmm. They're trained to yeah. smell when there's going to be a storm coming, yeah. right? Yeah. And he said, all right, Lacey. He said, listen, sometimes even the most trained, even the most secure Sometimes you're going to be hit with a circumstance that you thought you would have been prepared for. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you're going to be hit and it's going to test the skill set. It's going to test the word that is in you to see if you are going to be able to perform. Jesus was in the boat. Amen. 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 And so a windstorm, a windstorm let me describe briefly, is the movement of air that, I'm not a physician, I'm not a physicist, but it's the movement of air that comes from the bottom. Heat rises, and then when the coolness comes in, then the heat comes up, causing there to be a pocket of wind, and that wind will create a turmoil. And so that's on land. Wind is created on water afterwards. So the young people were on land, but when they got on sea, they got the backlash of the wind, that the coolness, because it cooled down on land, and then that coolness went out to sea, and that created the waves, which caused the boat, which caused us to sway and everything. Okay, let me bring it to real life. So we might have multiple things going on, And we might be handling them. We're handling them, right? I'm handling this one family issue, this job issue, this. And then something else comes up and swoops just as those things are cooling down. I've heard countless people saying, can I just get a break? Yeah. Yeah. Good grief. (laughs) (laughs) So it says um, our land mass, our human bodies heat up. Some as situations are cooling down and there's movement, there's an undercurrent that can cause us to experience this similar feeling that the boat has. This swaying, this movement, this uncertainty. Our circumference is coming off balance and we're feeling woozy and we are feeling uncertain and we are feeling like we are out on this boat all by ourselves. Jesus! Can't you understand that we have these issues going on? That everything is twirling around us? That's exactly what his disciples were saying. 
Wake up! You don't see this going on? And he's sleeping in the boat. Another example of this, and I've experienced this, and I thank God for those people who have supported me during this time. If you have ever experienced this, I'm going to call it a demon called vertigo. <laughs> if you have ever experienced vertigo, vertigo is a condition that can cause you to have motion even if you are standing still. It is a condition that knocks you off the center of balance. It knocks you out of balance to where you feel like you're going to either expel for throwing up, you'll fall down, you'll have the dropsies, it'll be woozy. And like vertigo, um, it, it, and like vertigo, it throws off your, your gravity. It has your mind racing. You can experience vertigo if you have so many things that you're thinking about all at once yes, and yes. you close your eyes, you know, we're talking about be still. That's the cure for motion sickness. And so you can close your eyes, but your mind will still be racing and still be going, trying to put this together and work this out and see what's going on here. Wow. Vertigo, wow. the wind, the turbulence of a situation can cause you to be so upset. I imagine now as it's past the graduation season, it's past people getting ready to go to college, and those people who are deciding what they are going to do, they have all of these choices, all of these things that they can decide that could cause a person to get off balance. They forget this. I don't want to make a decision. I don't want to go in that route. Yes. That's something that vertigo can have you do. I've experienced vertigo, and it has completely, in my sleep, knocked me off my feet. Now, you might imagine, how can vertigo knock you off your feet when you're asleep? I asked that, too. I had to literally, to stop the spinning, drag myself out of bed. I fell down, and... Then I just had to have my husband take me to another room so I could lay completely flat. I laid flat on the floor. Um, I laid completely fat. And only thing that would stop the vertigo was me saying, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. That's the only thing that would stop it. And I recognized that when I was in that state, when I was deciding when I had all of these things that were balls that were in the air and I was trying to put the pieces together, when I called on the name Jesus, he came back in the boat. Amen. Amen. So when you look at him, when you look at him, he's sitting here saying, I'm right here waiting for you. I need to have you look to me. Look to me for anything and everything in which you need. So my mind was racing, and I called on Jesus, 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 Jesus. Yeah. And I went to sleep. I don't even remember when I stopped calling on Jesus, but I do remember I woke up, and I started like in honey at that time. My husband provided me with some tea, and it had honey in it, and ever since then, I think honey Amen. heals motion sickness. <laughs> um, but when they called on Jesus and he arose, he rebuked the wind. Yes. Now, that was interesting in itself. Jesus rebuked the wind. He just spoke to it. He said, stop. Peace. Be still. He said that to the sea. Be still. And how do you tell something where their main purpose is to move to be still? But he commanded in his authority, in his authoritative state, stop. We can do that with the issues and the decisions in which are plaguing our lives. We can say stop. When we want to react in a way that is befitting or opposite of what God has called us to. We have the authority of God living in us. We can say, stop. I do not like that. 
and we can turn the other direction. He rebuked the wind and he said, stop. And then he said to the sea, peace, be still. And the wind obeyed because it ceased and there was a great calm. And that's Mark 4 and 39. So once Jesus rebuked the wind and told it to turn back and stand down, how do you tell the wind to stand down? And he commanded the sea to peace be still. He completed. Open the scriptures. He completed the whole presence of conflict and unrest right in that moment. And what I loved about it is he didn't shout it. He commanded it. So that tells me that there's in our voice, there is a, a method within our voice that would say, I'm serious. My children know that they go and say, Grandma, why do you have your man voice on <laughs> when, they, <laughs> when I'm describing something to them in, in a very affirmative way? Uh, they know when that's commanding. And I'm, I'm not yelling or anything, but that's a voice of commandment. And Jesus, he didn't yell. He didn't shout. He didn't kick up his feet. He said he rebuked it. You can rebuke someone just in your regular voice. Yeah. Stop it. Don't do that again. I don't like it. Be still. And it has to cease. We have that same power at our disposal. We have the ability to speak to the mountain and say, be thou removed. That's in Mark chapter 4. Uh, excuse me, Mark chapter 11, verse 23. Yes. When the Lord said, Verily I say unto you, whoever shall say to this mountain, Be thou removed and believe that it will move, yes, yes. then cast into the sea, and that person does not doubt in its heart, yes. then the things that they say and believe shall be done unto them. Now you might say, Well, I don't have any mountains. We do. Our mountain is anything that is clouding the casted vision that God has for us and is in our way. Wow. Yeah, Be thou removed. Our mountain is anything that keeps us from having that personal one-to-one -one time with the Lord. Be thou removed. Our mountain is any decision that we have to make that is causing us to spin into an unhealthy situation. Be thou removed. Believe and not doubt, and that thing shall be cast into the sea. That thing shall be cast into the sea. And remember, he told the sea to peace, be still. Yeah. Amen? He told it to be still. Yeah. So tell that thing, be still, yeah. be thou removed, and go unto yeah. the authority yeah. of Christ Jesus. Amen? Yeah. Wow. Glory to God. Yeah. Peace, be still. Yeah. Peace. Be still. Yes. And then it was so interesting to me that after dealing with the issue, because the issue was the fact that the wind was going, the sea was moving, and the disciples got unrest. Mm -hmm. After dealing with the two issues of the natural environment, then Jesus spoke to his disciples. He said, why y'all got to be so fearful? Why is it I'm in the boat with you and you are still afraid? Right. Oh my God. Lest we judge them, we profess that God is with us every single day. But the moment that we get some news to shake us, now I, I'm not suggesting that we should be. Um, uh, immune to any feelings I'm not suggesting that at all but he said in the scripture to set your face like flint and go and do what I have charged you to do every single day set your face to the wall set your face to the word of God set your face to say I know that all hell is breaking loose in my life I know that my finances are seen upside down. I know, not mine, I know <laughs> that my children are acting kind of jacked up. Not mine. 
I know. I know that's right. I'm I'm rebuking the word. I'm rebuking that the peace. Amen. I know that I'm suffering some health challenge, not me. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Decree it, and it shall be established unto you. And God's light may shine upon thy way. Amen. Amen. He re he rebuked his disciples. How long must I be with you? Yeah. I'm here in this boat with you. You just finished hearing me teach all of this to all these thousands of people. Right. You know that I said, let's go right. to the other side. So this little experience in the middle is not going to stop us from achieving our purpose, which is to get to the other side. Yeah. Wow. Glory to God. Ooh, Glory to God. Yes. Glory to God. God has an other oh, side yeah. for us oh, to get to. Amen. And in the middle might be a little bit challenging. It might be a little cuckoo. Amen. But we can look upon every single experience. And we know that from Romans 8 and 28, we know that all of those things are working yeah. together for our good. Because we are the called and we are the called according to his purpose. And we love him. Amen. Yes. Amen. 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 Um, so the irony to Jesus when he was rebuking his disciples, he said, I spent the whole day teaching faith. <laughs> That's what he taught about faith. I spent the whole day teaching your people, the people about faith. Mm -hmm. You got the nuggets, the secret things about faith. Mm -hmm. And when we hit a pocket of unrest, faith goes out the window. Amen. So likewise, many of us, we hear some inspiring words on a regular basis. Words of inspiration that we can hold on to. We're surrounded by faith when we experience trouble. And that's why it says, forsake not the brethren, but come into the house of God so that we can connect each of our energy together and we can continue to grow our faith in God. Amen. That we can, whether it be discreetly share or whether it be openly share, um, your challenge might speak in you telling me your testimony uh, in your way. It may speak to something that's in my heart, that mm -hmm. is in my family, and I may be able to trust God a little bit more. Mm -hmm. The fact that God had his disciples, that Jesus had his disciples in the boat, tells me that there's going to be some believers that he connects you with to go through to get to the other side. Amen. There's going to be people who he's going to celebrate you getting to the other side. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. There are a multitude of decisions at our door mm. at our door on today decisions uh, and if we are not able to apply the word of God to those decisions then where is our faith amen our God has left on record an example for us to use in every single circumstance for him to accomplish his goal. Yes, yes. And our problem, our, and I'm talking about me, I'm the first one. He said, he said, um, in the scripture, Ezekiel, he said, You eat the scroll, <laughs> let it be, it might be bitter, but you eat the scroll, and then uh you go and nourish the people with what comes out. So I'm talking to me as well. Our when our problem becomes bigger than Christ Jesus. When our focus is, is myopic and not grandiose where Jesus resides, then there's a problem. Then there's a problem. So he sent me here today on this day to remind you, 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 and you out in social media world that the Holy Spirit is dwelling with you. That the Holy Spirit is in your boat. That the Holy Spirit 
is in your vessel. And if it is in your vessel and you have the faith but of a mustard seed, then you have enough to be joined and ignited with someone else. If the oil that is in your vessel can pour into someone else, then both of you are enlightened and then strengthened to move on yet a little further. I'm here to remind us on today, Jeremiah 29 and 11, God knows the thoughts that he thinks towards us. Thoughts that are pure and not of evil. Thoughts that are there to bring us to his expected end. He said he knows the plans, the thoughts. I want to be in his thoughts. Whatever he is doing this season, I don't want him to do it without me. This has been a season of cleansing for me. This has been a season of renewal for me. This has been a season of getting my house in order. Amen? Because we don't know the day or the hour when the Lord might wipe the vapor from us. We don't know. So it behooves us to get our house our spiritual house, our natural house in order. Because we know that that expected end is coming. Mm -hmm. But be encouraged, saints, that the God of yesterday, he is still the same today. He is still the same. And he stands at the ready to remind us that he is there. The scripture says in Exodus 14, 11, the Lord shall fight for you and you shall hold your peace. Not your Smith and Wesson. Mm-mm. Peace, P-E-A-C-E. You shall hold your peace. It's tough at times. It's tough most of the time. But when you stand upon God's word, when you're being challenged by every single fiber of your being, To stand up in God's word. He will fight for you and you shall hold your peace. He stands ready to calm the storm if you look to him. If you call upon him. If you exercise what he has given you. He will calm any storm within your life. And decree it and it shall be established. And God's power will be seen in action. Amen? Peace, be still. That is the cure for motion sickness. Peace, be still. So as we close on today, at least from this portion of the word, I just thank you. I thank God. I thank him for... um, Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Yes, 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 yes. Even in my excitement and wanting to yes. wanting to move to the next phase, he's just drawing and saying, listen, listen. Sometimes in the quietness, it gets uncomfortable for some people. Mm-hmm. They have to have that background noise or that white noise going all the time. Mm-hmm. But God is even challenging us then and saying, He will show up in the stillness when there's no music, when there's no noise, when there's no white noise, when it's just him. So I encourage us on this week is to just get silent. Turn the phones off. Turn anything off that may be a distraction. If you can't do it for an hour, do it for 10 minutes, five minutes, but something to give him his time. And when you give God his time, then he will show himself and illuminate his word to you in a greater way. I'm not going to pull no rabbits out the hat. I'm just going to say he is asking me to tell you, you all, as he has said to me, I want your time. I want your attention. I want to show up in your life. I want you to see me for who I am and not for what I do. Praise God. Praise God. Lord, whatever.
Don't do it without me. Don't do it without me. I said, Lord, whatever you're doing in this season, please don't do it without me. Don't do it without me. If you want to see, Lord, if you're blessing, blessing in this season, don't do it without me. Yes, yes. Don't do it without me. I said, Lord, if you're blessing, hey, yes, yes. blessing in wow. this season, please don't do it without me. No, 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 no. Don't do it without me. If you're healing, Lord, if you're healing, healing in this season, please don't do it without me. Don't do it without me. Oh no, don't do it without me. No. Don't do it without me. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah is the highest praise. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Don't do it without me, Lord. Don't do it without me, Lord. Don't leave my boat, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Stay within me, Lord. Guide me, Lord. Help me get to the other side, oh God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hey! Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And another piece is while they were getting to the other side, that was a piece of rest for them. Hallelujah, Lord. That was the respite time because the minute that they set sail, the minute that they landed, they had another group of people to minister to right away. Amen. They had another group of people that was hungry for them. Amen. So those short amounts of time that God allows us to have that rest on the sea. Hallelujah, Lord. When he takes hold, when he brings us over, when he drives the ship, when he is telling us quickly, fastly, and moving, when he does that, Lord, those are the times when we can look back and say, those were the times when he carried us through and that he says when you land to the other side that you need to still be prepared because there's somebody else over on the other side that needs to receive the word of God and the word of God that can only come through you and through your experiences. He says that our storms and the issues of our life are not just there for us. It is for there for us to be able to be a witness to others. Amen. But we cannot do it apart from Jesus. The Lord says whatever he is doing in this season, we need Jesus in there with us. We need Jesus within the vessel of the boat. And that boat, if you might experience, is the boat of your life. The boat that's going to take you to your destiny and your purpose. The boat that is going to take you and allow you to experience the goodness and the journey. The boat that is going to be able to serve as a protective experience for you to travel on the waters, the waters of life. The boat that is going to give you the power and the anointing that allow you to get past any turbulent time. God is saying, I'm in the boat. I am in the boat. I am in the boat. I am in the boat. Call upon me and you shall reach to your destiny point. Call upon me and you shall be saved. Call upon me 
I am here. I stand at the ready. Knock. I stand ready to open the door. The Lord Jesus said, I am on your side. I am there to uphold you with my righteous right hand. My righteous right hand. God said, no man shall pluck you out of his hand. So if you are feeling down on today, if you are feeling slighted on today, if you are feeling overwhelmed on today, hey, glory to your name, oh God. Reach into the bowels of the boat, into the vessel. It might be sleeping, but anoint it. Shake yourself again. Pull up on the Jesus that you know. Go back to the foundation of the Lord, your God, and pray and ask him to get into your circumstance, to get into your situation, to allow him to move you. You don't have to look like what you're going through in the name of Jesus. 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 Every person that knows when they hear the name of Jesus, if you really truly love him, then something, something rises up in your spirit. At the sound of Jesus, something rises up in your spirit and says we can go and leap over valleys, jump through the crowds, and we know that we will come unscathed. It is something about the name Jesus. And I am so glad. I am so glad. So glad. So glad that with all my imperfections, with all of my issues, that one day he chose this woman of God to be able to speak and declare his word. He told me. He told me that I don't care about what you have done. I don't even care about what you're going to do. I have proved you as a vessel for me. That's what God says. And the most amazing part is he does it when you're in the place of your most vulnerability. Glory to God. He does not wait for you to get all right. He does not wait for you to have everything in order. He sees what's in you before you can see. He knows what's in you before you know what's in it. He has seen you from the end already at the beginning. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I'm talking to somebody. It may not be everybody, but I know I'm speaking to somebody. Somebody who has doubted themselves. Somebody who says, I don't have anyone to talk to. I know that there's somebody out there that feels they can't go on another day. As well, I have called you out of darkness into the marvelous light. God has said, Jesus has said, I am your standard, I am the rock of your salvation. Won't you choose me today? Won't you choose me today? You chose your brothers, your sisters, your cousins, your aunts. Won't you choose me? Choose Jesus, and you will find your peace. Choose the Lord, and you will be manifested in your goodness. Yeah, it might seem like I'm going gangster on you right now, but I'm telling you, that's how good and goodly God is, that even when you are struggling, even when you don't know where your last next meal is coming from, if your children are going K-Wire and you don't know what to do, call upon him, peace, be still, peace, be still, peace, be still. That is the cure for motion sickness on today. That is the cure that will set things in order on today. That is the cure that will cause every inner ear that is off balance to be centered and to become on balance. And then you'll see yourself one thing after another, picking up, putting things in order. It ain't gonna happen overnight. It didn't get that way overnight, but it will happen in God's time. And you will be able to see his goodness every day. And how do I know? Because his scripture says in in Genesis that every single day he created, the first day, the second day, the third day, the fourth day, the fifth day, the sixth day, and then he had rest. After every single one of those days, he said, it is good. 
It is good. So I encourage you on today. Every day, at the end of the day, it is good. I don't care what you've completed. I don't care what your to-do list is yet still to be completed. It is good. It is good. Stop worrying about it. Stop crying about it. Stop acting like you got to get everything right at one time. You don't. You just have to do it that day and then say it is good. It is good. It is good. And then after each day, (laughs) he rested. He rested. And there's some of you out there that Jay ain't sleeping. You need to rest. Because the only way that God can restore and replenish you like he did with Adam, when he put him to sleep. He put him to sleep and he carved out his purpose, which was his wife. His help made to move him. He put him to sleep. Go to sleep. Go to sleep and be restored. Go to sleep and be still. Go to sleep and get some rest. Some rest. The rest that replenishes every single molecule within your body. The rest. The rest that will restore the white blood cells, the red blood cells, so that they are available to fight when there's an infection or an intruder that comes. The ones that let your eyes rest from all of the light on the screen. Rest. Amen. To acclimate your eyes to the darkness. Because when you're acclimated to the darkness, then you can have razor vision that when it becomes dark, you can still see. Amen. But if everything is shining so bright that when it becomes dark, your eyes become unacclimated to it and you can't see. Don't be afraid of the darkness. Don't be afraid of the stillness. Don't be afraid to be alone. Wow. He's with us. He's there with us. And if you don't receive anything from today, receive peace. Be still. Jesus is in your vessel. Jesus is in your vessel. Call upon him. He will respond. He will respond. Now you might get rebuked like they did, but he will respond. He will respond. Thank you, Lord. And I thank you, God. I thank you. I thank you, God. I thank you, God. I thank you, God. I thank you, God. I thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Have your way, oh God. Have your way, oh God. Have your way, oh God. Right there in your homes. Have your way. Lift your hands up in submission to the Lord to say, You are God. You are God all by yourself. Have your way, Lord. Have your way, Lord. In that situation, too. Have your way, oh God. Have your way, Lord. Have your way, Lord. Let me be transparent and translucent before you. Have your way, oh God. Have your way, Lord. Have your way, Jesus. Yeah, 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 yes, oh God. Have your way, Lord. 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 Like the scripture says in Jacob, I will not let go until you bless me, until you pronounce a blessing on me. I will not let go until that last person who needs to receive this word has said, it is finished. Tell to last I have gotten it. I will not let go. Pray, oh God. Pray in the spirit, oh God. Pray, saints, oh God. There is somebody there that is struggling with being here. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah. There is somebody out there who has said, is there a God? Oh, my God. There is some out there who are lost and have asked, if there is a God, why is this happening to me? Well, there is a God. And once you have accepted him into your life, 
and then you actually get that still time with him, you'll see. Watch him show up and show out in your life. And if you need us to, call the King's Healing Room. Look us up on Bookface, Facebook, and get with the Bible Teaching Believing Ministry. And then you will be able to get real life. Maybe the examples in the Bible don't resonate to you at this moment. But you'll be able to get real life physical examples of how God's miracles are yet working even on today. Amen. Amen. But my prayer for you and the generations that are suffering at this moment is that God takes the scales from your eyes. That he takes the scales from your eyes that you are able to see him in an intimate way and that you are able to accept our Lord and Savior as Christ Jesus. He is knocking at the door of your heart and he's saying that no matter what the world is telling you, it is a blessing to be in the bosom of his arms. It is. It is. Because... There's no peace like when God hugs you when nobody else can reach that space. Hallelujah. Mm. So, lest I belabor the point, at this moment, God is saying that uh, that person has received it. Amen. Right there in your living room. Amen. That person has received it. And, and I'm trusting that this word has been sown with some water and it will marinate. Uh, and that you will say, what must I do to be saved? Amen. And that God will place someone in your life to minister to you. And then he's also showing me that 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 seasoned saint you, that Jesus. is in your living room that has questions that um, what has been said on today and saying, is that me? That that seasoned saint will be able to ask those questions within their church ministry or contact the King's Healing Room as well. Yes. Because we desire not just that you get an expression of the Holy Spirit that will last you through that time frame, but that you have the Holy Spirit dwelling inside of you that will be there for you to lead and guide you in all truth. Amen. And and I may, I feel like I just can keep on going, going, going. But like Jesus, he got tired. So I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop on today. I am so grateful. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I am. And um. And I'm grateful some more. And I don't I, I don't apologize for the amount of time that that the Holy Spirit has has taken because somebody needed it. Amen. Amen. Somebody needed it. And that thank you. Someone needed it. And so Thank you, Jesus. And I'm grateful that that they're not lost anymore. Yes, yes. Thank you, Lord. Where do we go next? So next is um, is continue to worship the Lord in spirit and in truth. And one of the ways that we worship the Lord as, as Christians is through our tithe and our offering. And there's several spaces in which you can give. If you're on Facebook, there is... Um, there is a, a tab that should have a PayPal tab, uh, and it, you can look up tkhroffice at gmail.com. You can worship the Lord through your giving via Givelify. You can search the King's Healing Room and look for our pastor's um, shining smile and face, and then you can give. You can worship the Lord in your giving that way. And or you can use text to give, and text to give is one hundred. Excuse me, one eight four four nine eight one twenty seven fifty nine. Text to give, and um, and you can do that really quick and fast. 
And in that text to give, it will go right to the king's healing room. Yes, yes. Now, worshiping through giving is one of the ways where God is able to reach those who are in need. And as the king's healing room often says, is that love exists here. And love is in physical action and it is in spiritual action. And I'm so glad to know that we do both. We do both here. We love in spiritual love and we love in physical. And so in order for us to continue to maintain a pocket so we can love on you all, we ask and we invite you to give. Um, give because God does love a cheerful giver. I thank you for allowing me to be very transparent on today. Amen. Amen. You were able to see my love relationship with the Lord. Amen. But we... When we're worshiping in my home, he'll stop me right while I'm I'm dusting and, and we'll go in. So it, it's a normal thing for for he and I. He he, he cracks me up. Um, and he didn't tell all my business on today. Because um, he will. And he does at times. Um, I look forward to seeing you all on Wednesday. And I hope that you all come um, uh, to Bible study on Wednesday so that we can delve into the scriptures. Um, really interested about what he is going to say on Wednesday. He's already laid, laid some things out. And so I, I, I'm pretty... Um, excited about that and I hope you all will meet me on Wednesday at 6 o'clock. Yes. Amen. Hey, we'll have a little bit of worship and, um, and then we will go ahead and get into the word. Awesome. I want to thank God right now uh, for just him being awesome, him being amazing, and him being true, and most of all him being real and being real into my life. I thank him for his courage. I thank um all who are here in in this sanctuary on today every single one of you made it an amazing time today amen an amazing time today and all of you who are out there in social media i thank you all uh, pastor uh thank you pastor brian k Hill, bishop brian k hill senior um he has all of these churches that he is overseeing and um and God is just making his vision greater and greater. I thank you for um, for Pastor Yulon for getting some rest. And we look forward to seeing you back. And I thank you for all of you entrusting to hear the word of God on today. Be blessed throughout the week. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we bow before you. We thank you. For you showing up and showing out. Yes, we thank you God. for giving us a morsel for us to use to move on into our week and months and years. Oh God, let us continue to go back to that scripture because you keep revealing new uh, manna in that scripture yes, yes, every yes. time I go to it. Every time I go to each of the scriptures, you renew the manner each and every time. Yes, yes, so we thank yes. you. Uh, we count it done. Job 22 and 28, we count it done. We yes. know that your light, yes, yes. the light mm. lifting the heavy burden, the light guiding thy way, the light will shine upon thy ways, thy ways, thy mm -hmm. word. Um, so we thank you, Master. We thank you, Teacher. Um, and we thank you because you are the El Shaddai. You are the King of Kings. Yes, you are yes, the yes. Lord of Lords. And I want to oh, make yes, sure that yes. you have that final say, that last word on today. Mm. So if it be all, we praise you and we thank you. Yes. And those who do not have a yes. relationship with the Lord, we invite you to mm. come to the King's Healing Room yes. Yes. or find another Bible teaching, believing ministry, and then say, what must I do to be saved? And they will walk you through and receive you with gladness. Until the next time, God's peace and good journey be upon you. We thank God. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. We have three different ways that you can give. One way is using the Givelify app by downloading Givelify using your iOS or Android device and search the King's Healing Room. 
where you will see our senior pastor, Bishop Brian Cahill's senior photo. You also can use our text to give. Here how it works. There are five steps. Step one, text GIFT to 1-844-981-2759, which is a unique to the King's Hiller Room. Step two, you will receive a text with instructions. Step three, follow the instructions to set up a given account. Step four, text the amount you want to give and the designation. It could be a tithe, offering, or general fund. In step five, you will receive a receipt via email confirming your gift. And here's the last way you can give. You can use PayPal and send your donation to tkhroffice at gmail.com. That is tkhroffice at gmail.com. Thank you for listening and remember to subscribe to listen to more messages like the one you have heard. We are the King's Healing Room. And we are a kingdom ministry with a global presence.